0: so it's like you go on a mission because I mean, again the premise of the game is you have 10 days to kill as many demons as you can or something but but then it's a time trial game so right. i don't know anyway <laughs> um <laughs> you're not there's and there's no way to kill more demons than or what in the is in the well, level you know you
1: know and there's
0: also not a way to kill less because you can't complete the level if you don't <laughs> kill the exact amount you've got to kill an exact
1: on. number of demons in 10 days yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters, with your hosts Brett Lindley and Walker Near. I'm Brett, and this week, Walker is pushing for platinum medals and discarding weapon cards as he speedruns his way through Neon White. If you'd like to support Pick Up Your Sticks, you can buy us a cup of coffee at our Ko-Fi page, which is ko-fi.com slash P-U-Y-S-Pod. as always i am joined by my exalted co-host walker near walker how are you today
0: ah uh, don't think i've ever even considered that one before yeah. so you like that yeah <laughs> yep i i'm catching the loop that you threw me right now so <laughs> uh but yeah doing well man yourself yeah pretty good pretty good so uh what's got you picking up your sticks this week yeah so it is a um a game that I was, I had no awareness of before just seeing it on, I think maybe a PC gamer article, but it's called neon white. And it just came out uh, in the middle of June of this year of 2022. So pretty new game. Yeah. Um, It's, it's called an FPS and you do, you do play in first person and you do have a gun and you do shoot things. Okay. But it's, it's, the least like any other FPS I've ever played, really. Okay, so um, yeah,
1: first question Did you discover this from PC Gamer? I thought you were going to say PC Game Pass. So, is this nope? This is not a Game Pass game.
0: I bought it on Steam, Ooh, filling up yeah. the old
1: library again,
0: <laughs> right? Right, um, yeah, bought it on Steam, read, had read a couple articles about it, and Thought it looked pretty interesting, and I think it's like twenty bucks. Oh, so wow. Okay,
1: yeah. Not might as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, to be clear, if it was on PC Pass, I totally would have done it there. Well, yeah, um, of course. But yeah, I I I I every time I do this, I just start rambling random mechanics. So I'll just let you ask well, me yeah, things so, so that it kind of makes sense. You for said the that it's listener. the least
1: <laughs> like a. So I have not played this game yet, and in yeah. fact, no almost nothing. I I have seen like. An image where the art style looks kind of cel shaded and anime esque ish, maybe a little,
0: a little bit, yeah. So it's got it's kind of like an FPS, and the story is told in a visual novel style. Okay, so like character um, pops up and text bubble type stuff. Yep. And is it's there any voice of, acting? Yep. It's okay. almost cool. all. I think maybe all voice. Oh wow. I think I don't know. That's not right. There's no. That's wrong. There's some just text stuff but there's quite a bit of voice. Okay. And um it's definitely got some anime. I don't know. is the term waifu offensive to people who would be called that? I, offensive might be too strong, but is it I, well, men is why, like a so slight...
1: waifu I think is the portrayal of an anime character as someone you want to date or marry. Like to be So like if you're talking okay. about like anime people, that would be weebs, I think. Yes. Which is kind of offensive, but weebs call other weebs weebs right. in an offensive manner, in the way that right. nerds would call ner- other nerds nerds. Like, right. I right. think it's a term of endearment that is kind of like the ownership has been taken back by.
0: So it's, <laughs> it's not anime in a lot of ways, but it so like some of the dialogue feels anime esque, right? Okay. There's very like on-the-nose, like, sexual references and stuff. The like, Your character, Neon White, uh, might be talking to one of the female characters, and she might say something suggestive, and it draws, like, little red lines over his cheeks, okay, like, like the he's blushy, blushing. Yeah, Yeah, which is like an anime trope right. kind of thing, you know? So I, it's got those kind of things, uh, but otherwise, it doesn't look like Dragon Ball Z or something. No, you know, anime, yeah, yeah, not... it
1: doesn't look that. It does look like to me, just seeing a smattering of images on a Google search, it looks kind of like Japan does what is what is the, the game you've wanted me to play it? And they're like on their fifth one. Hmm. Um, never mind. It looks like Japan does
0: Borderlands. OK. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I would say that the art style is is that in many ways. So I'll just I'll start here with the premise of the game. Yeah, please. Just to set it yeah. up. So the premise is uh, you are a uh, demon who has been brought to heaven to assassinate other demons in a ten-day window, and so you are neon white, and your mask is white, right? Okay. Yeah. There are nine other I actually don't know if there's nine. There are other assassins who are also neon colors like neon Ah. yellow, neon red, neon purple. And they also have similar masks and are there on the same mission to assassinate as many demons as they can. The winner in this 10 day window gets to stay in heaven for a full year.
1: Man sucks to be one for a year is lame. (laughs) <laughs> two to be second place and have like killed one hundred and one demons, and somebody else kills one hundred and two. You're right. like, I did a lot of work. I
0: get,
1: I get like <laughs> the second place gets like nine months stay in heaven, right? Because like... right,
0: right, right. <laughs> um. So, but you're not on the team with the other colors. Oh no, you're young. racing against them. But so, of course, classic protagonist trope. You don't know who you are right
1: oh okay yeah yeah
0: um but all of the other characters are familiar with you Mm. and talk to you like you know each other right but so on the one hand they're friendly and like flirty in some cases and like buddy buddy in some cases but because you're not on a team there's this underlying kind of tension of like are they just trying to lull me into being comfortable so they can kill me? Right. Or sort right. Of
1: like find out what I know and like.
0: Yeah. Right. Um. So that's an interesting kind of angle from the story. But either way, so that's kind of the premise. And the mask that you're wearing is actually a if if your character was to try and remove it, it would instantly kill them. Gotcha. Permanently or send them back to hell or whatever. So they so it's kind of like they're now forced to stay in this role like they can't just volunteer like you know what i'm out
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: um but yeah i was was
1: actually gonna make a joke about how does it do it looks like it might have some jrpg tropes in it and and i was going to ask like do you have to fight god but then you started with you're a demon fighting demons in heaven so like fighting god's not far off (laughs) like we're not far from
0: that (laughs) No, and I don't want to spoil <laughs> anything at all because uh, I think the story, I think the writing is actually, I was surprised at how much I liked it. Right. Now there are, now to be clear, I haven't quite finished it, but I I, am, I have ask. played it very right, consistently. Yeah. And the reason I haven't finished it isn't actually because I don't like it. It's because I'm just not good enough and have to take breaks sometimes Fair. and then come back um, in the actual levels. But anyway, the the writing is actually really well done. Again, some of it can feel a little adolescent for lack of a better way to say it sometimes but the underlying ideas of the story are all really interesting and yeah it it it's legit and so there's kind of an idea of like is the premise that i've just explained really what's happening are the people that right. you're there with really competing against you? Are they really on your team? Like what's actually going on? Is there
1: a, a layer of like the matrix to this kind of
0: thing? Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that kind of unfolds to the story and you get more development of the relationships. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind super... of the so premise.
1: Do you, you mentioned that it's, uh, there's a layer of difficulty to it that is legit, is legit in some sense. Now that means a lot of different things in a first-person shooter so in the action when it is difficult is like is there a way that you can describe Mm -hmm. where that difficulty comes from is it like more bullet hell or is it more doom is it more strategy or more halo like what does the first person side feel like
0: yeah so it's the most similar game i've ever played to it is a very very uh probably not popular just because There's so many games, and it's not like there's marketing. Uh, But it's called Lovely Planet. Have you ever seen or played that? No. Okay. I don't think so. So I'll try and explain this in a way that makes sense and then explain more detail later. But basically, you're entering a level, and that's why I say it's the most non-FPS FPS FPS game. You enter a level, and that level takes probably 30, on the long end, a minute typically around 30 seconds, sometimes 15 seconds. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: making eyebrows to the audience that couldn't see my expressions. Right. I was kind of (laughs) wild. Right, you were confused. (laughs) Right. Because I thought you were going to say 30 minutes, and I was like, yeah, that's fine, you know.
0: Right, nope. So, like, you you enter the level, and you're basically just trying, it's linear. It's all very linear, and you're trying to get through the level to the end, really in the fastest time possible okay and so if you complete the level you get a bronze medal no matter if it took you 30 minutes which you just have to go afk but you would get a bronze medal no matter what if you get to the end and complete the level okay then after you complete it you see silver gold and platinum and what times are needed for those Of
1: course because it's it's Japanese so yeah So then you can <laughs> go
0: back and rerun the level but when you rerun it if you unlock silver then it will sh- then it'll it unlocks a gift on the map mm. that you can then collect and then you can go back to the main hub where you launch missions from and give the gifts to the NPC players or not the NPC players but the NPCs like right. neon red and yellow and, and your friends frenemies (laughs) (laughs) right um and that unlocks dialogue and new side quests which are more levels to play through that Mm. so far have been much harder than the campaign levels even awesome it honestly it is so so it is (laughs) so yeah and then when you unlock gold you unlock a ghost run so you can see your ghost of your Ah, fastest time completing the level so you can kind of Measure Gauge. yourself a bit. Yep. And then it will also show you a hint. In almost every level, there's a, a shortcut you can take right. that you need to take in order to get the platinum time. Okay. So if all you can do is figure out gold, which I don't know if I've ever platinumed a level just blindly maybe once. Right. Uh, once you get gold, now it shows you where that shortcut is so you know how to shave that time to get the platinum. But honestly, like even for the platinum time, by the time I've run the level to where I can do that, when I take the shortcut, I'm beating the platinum time by like two seconds. Okay. So it's not white knuckled like I only right. have like a tenth of a second to right. execute. That's you know, good. It's not that tight of a window.
1: Because I do I do find frustration. Even on games, where the only game that I've ever gone to 100% in time trials or difficulty trials like that was Armored Core 4 Answer. Which I don't mm. know that we've ever done. We haven't. Yeah, it was one. Of, it's the only game that I've like S plused every level. Oh wow! Yeah, and and mostly because there were you got mech parts for it, and I wanted I wanted all so right. But yeah, that and even that is like any any time where there's we haven't done Super Monkey Ball either, which I used to be super obsessed with. Um, any like time trials kind of bother. Like I used to be more okay with them. They really bother me on on games now when it's like forced time trial stuff to progress.
0: Um so I thought that I would feel the same way, but it's actually just fun enough. It sounds so- like the
1: like they're giving you enough that like especially with gold showing the hint for platinum, that's a pretty big deal. Like,
0: well, in silver unlocking the, the, the I think, I don't know if it's silver or gold that unlocks the ghost. It might right. be silver even that unlocks the ghost. So, yeah, you just get a lot. It does try and be generous with helping you understand how you would do it. Right. And, like, when you want to collect the gift, you can go back and start the run and you can collect the gift and you don't even have to finish the level. As soon as you collect the gift, you can exit the level, go back to the hub and give it to the NPC you wanted right. and unlock whatever that was going to unlock. That's cool. Um, yeah.
1: So, I mean, it sounds like they're doing kind of the right thing with that. I probably wouldn't completely hate that.
0: Yeah, I would, I would, I, I would be really interested to see your take on it, honestly. But, um, but anyway, so the way the game actually plays and why I say it's not very FPSy Now that you understand, it's like a speed running thing, kind of. Right. So the way the the gameplay works inside of that framework is you pick up cards, And each card represents a gun. So I pick up a yellow card and it's got a pistol on it. If I left-click, it shoots how you would expect a pistol from an FPS to shoot, right? Every card has a discard ability. So if you right-click, you discard it and some different ability triggers. So for the pistol, it's an extra jump. So you can jump and then right-click and now you double-jump to get to a new height right right? um there's a uzi and the discard for the uzi is you do a super fast stomp so if you're jumping off a really high thing then you can stomp and and when you hit it does aoe damage in a radius where you land in um the rocket launcher shoots a rocket if you right click and discard it it shoots a grappling hook out to wherever and pulls you to that nice so the guns do have ammo um you can hold two different types of cards at once and you can have up to three of each of those cards so i could have three rocket launchers and two assault rifles or something right but the thing is is that when i I was reading about it i was like I can't tell if I'm going to be, like, changing cards all the time and, like, trying to choose which cards I want, but that's not how it ends up working. It it ends up feeding you the cards you need in the order you need them. So you do have a button where you can toggle between the two card types that you're holding. Right. But I never have to do that. Now, again, maybe at the very end of the game, they'll make me start managing that, but I never have to do that. So it'll be like I run through a level there's a high ledge i pick up a pistol i jump and then i right click and throw the pistol away land on the ledge there's an uzi there i now have the uzi i shoot an enemy he drops a rocket launcher past that enemy now there's a ledge and on the bottom of that ledge is a destructible door but i have to stomp or dash to destroy it so i stomp with the uzi which breaks that barrier i now crash through the floor that i was trying to crash through now i have a rocket launcher and now the next thing is a wall suspended in the sky and i have to rocket launch myself over to that so you you do fight enemies but it's not like any like the enemies are very stat they're very static like they they i don't know if they ever move it feels to me kind of like a
1: like have you played did you ever play sonic adventure battle uh-uh. Oh man, Sonic Adventure Battle Two is actually pretty good. Another game, <laughs> games that we haven't done that I've played. <laughs> That's this episode. You Yay. thought it was a you episode now. No, um... <laughs> no. Um, it it a lot of the enemies in like the 3D Sonic games tend to be pretty static, so that you can like jump dash to them and like right. combo through them. Like so, they're they kind of sit in an area because they're they're more of an emplacement because the game is more on rails than it would appear like.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and so the, 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 the skill of the game is not like there are moments where like, so let's say there's 30 demons or enemies on right. the map. You have to kill all of them to complete the level. So even if you get to the last, to the thing that lets you end the level, it'll show a number how many demons are left in that thing if there are any right and you can't complete the level if there's a number there and usually you can't backtrack um because it's it's a lot of jumps and parkour it's like a first right honestly the reason i think you would love it and i can't believe i didn't say this already it feels like anime mirror's edge
1: oh okay yeah it's a first person parkour game is what it really is like mirror's edge too like you have you can have a gun
0: you right. Don't, you don't and you might shoot long. the bad guys. But then you but throw not... the
1: gun at another guy and then right. you shoot on
0: stuff. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and the shooting while it's there it, it's like it's kind of like for example in Neon White some of the shortcuts that you take might mean that normally you would have ran right past a demon and so you would have shot it on your way. But because you're taking the shortcut you'll no longer run right past it. But you can see it from where that fork in the road is right and so then you shoot it before taking the shortcut you gotta make a
1: more challenging shot
0: yeah it's more of like a flick shot kind of thing as you're going but that's kind of it like there's just not a lot of it doesn't feel like doom or halo the enemies are not running at you right only a handful of them shoot anything even um and they're all very kind of nebulous demons like they're not it's not imps and zombies and right, right. pinkies. And, like,
1: and... You're not spending a lot of time observing them.
0: No, they're like different black bulbous things. Like right. there's these balloons that are demons. And when you jump on them, they act like jump pads and like launch you higher. So there'll <laughs> be whole sections of the level where you have to like. jump on like four balloons right to get um, to the next set of platforms and whatever
1: just makes me think of super was it balloons balloons tower defense
0: oh right 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 (laughs) the evil monkey balloons (laughs) got to throw darts at them yeah exactly (laughs) um but yeah i don't so there's just a variety of weapons and there's a variety of the, the platforming is just really really rewarding so i would agree with you that i would think a time trial game is like and eh, do i really want that but the gameplay is actually fun enough that yeah i do right, right. <laughs> so how is the it,
1: because it seems pretty unique with each gun kind of having uh like a special effect that is essentially yep. movement tech um how does the introduction of those things go like how fast is it throwing more content at you do you feel like it's paced well do you spend too long in the tutorial do you get everything too quick and not are you still unlocking things as you approach the end game
0: um yeah so i'm so i think there's nine or ten um i don't know what to call the mission sets so it's like you go on a mission because I mean, again, the premise of the game is you have ten days to kill as many demons as you can, or something. But but then it's a time trial game, so right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you're not there's and there's no way to kill more demons than or what in the is in the well, level, you know, you know. And there's also not a way to kill less because you can't complete the level if you don't <laughs> kill the exact amount. You've got to kill an exact
1: aren't. number of demons in ten days. Is what yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and that's where I think the visual novel aspect of it is even more true. Is that the story that the game is telling is not you're not really unfolding that story through the gameplay, right? Like the gameplay is this speed running thing. That's fun and compelling and interesting that allows you access to the rest of the story. Yeah. But the narrative of all of it would not in any way be obvious from the gameplay. You know what I mean? Nobody Um,
1: would be like, just watch the gameplay and they'd be like, yeah, you're, you're a demon killing other demons in heaven
0: right yeah. whereas if you don't know the story of doom and watch someone play doom it's like well i guess you're a guy that fights monsters all the time and it's like right. yeah that's basically yeah, it. That's, that's pretty correct. much it like right you look like this, you're on like...
1: another planet is the sci-fi like
0: yes yes you are
1: right <laughs> whereas
0: this is like uh you're, you're... A...
1: are you sonic <laughs> yeah are
0: you f- you're fast like yes anyway um I think the pacing of it's excellent. It 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 introduces probably one or two guns. So I think there's nine or ten mission sets. Mm-hmm. But then with e- each one of those, I think, is like 10 or 12 individual levels. Okay. So it's quite a bit of content. Yeah. And especially if you go back and, like, gold and platinum things. Right. Which you do have to get at minimum gold on so many levels in right. order to unlock the next set of missions. Um, but you don't have to get plat on anything um, anyway. And, yeah, so it's got I think it unlocks the weapons at, at a very good pace. Like the last set, the set of missions that I'm on now, I don't think there's been any new guns, but it's become a lot more demanding on the the platform. Right. Part. Which
1: you don't want to introduce a gun in the last set of levels because then it's like, well, I don't get to play with this for long enough.
0: Yeah. Well, but... and beyond that so when you when you left click you shoot but that's ammo and sometimes mobs will drop ammo cards that refill it or you'll pick up another of that same type not only does it add another card to your deck uh but it also refills ammo on that gun type right so you can left click and refill the gun but if you right click it's gone you just threw it away so there will be scenarios where it's like you pick up a gun jump up to a level there's an enemy and then a dash that you have to do. Well, if you dash to kill the enemy, now you can't proceed because you right. have to dash through the obstacle. So instead you have to shoot the enemy and then dash. Like right. so it starts to get a lot more particular just in the order in which things have to be executed yep. uh and, and just the like the mechanical execution of it. Like the level I got stuck on the longest was with the rocket launcher you can wrap uh like grappling hook yourself to stuff but you could also rocket jump by just shooting the wall a wall that you're right next to and it'll push right. you up but i didn't actually understand that it was that simple and i thought i had to shoot at my feet oh yep like a rocket jump like right us classic gamers <laughs> <laughs> right um so there are there's a level where it has you you have to bounce Using a single rocket launcher, only getting ammo refills that are laid out. Mm. But you're in the sky and there's just multiple walls that you have to bounce back yep. and forth between and increase your elevation to get the more ammo. And you could grappling hook to any of those walls. But then you don't have a
1: rocket launcher.
0: Then, right. Then you can't get to the next one. Um, and I got stuck on that for a while because I was trying to shoot at my feet and it yep. wouldn't allow it. In that same stage, actually, there's There's a a portion of it where these walls are made of glass. So now you can only shoot it once. And then the wall is gone. Right. If you fall, you're screwed. Right. So when I was looking down and then trying to reorient, it was horrible. Turns out you can just look directly in front of you and shoot the wall and it throws you up just the same. And I was like, okay, that's a lot more forgiving than I thought it was. And this makes sense. Because I was like, I think I might just be stuck. I'm not really sure what else to do. Trying to teach you a
1: mechanic. While also yes. not really teaching you the mechanic, or to or... their
0: credit, it actually just says shoot the wall next to you to rocket wow. jump, not shoot your feet. I just mean, right, shoot we come your feet because that's where we came I from. I come from Team Fortress, yeah, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Halo grenade jumps, and yeah,
0: like right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so the weapon variety feels fun and the level complexity. There's a ton of levels before they start to get really challenging like that. Right. Like, I was going to say kind of how
1: Mario Maker user-made level is it, where, like, how quick does it get? Right. Which, again, I mean, me knowing you, I would say that it's got to be paced fairly well. Otherwise, you wouldn't. If it just threw you into, like, impossible scenario, you'd be to hell with this real quick.
0: Or was just, you know, an idle game for the first five hours. Like, Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I'm done. So...
1: I don't know. For For five hours, you might get sucked in. And then you have anxiety over it. <laughs> and then you'd be like, you would you would complain to me about how you found this fun game that you can't quit, but you feel like you have to.
0: I have to because I'm going to injure myself because <laughs> the, the existential crisis feeling my chest is too much from this stupid <laughs> idol. Having game.
1: a literal heart attack.
0: <laughs> I literally feel bad about myself. Like, it's weird with the idol games, man. I don't know how to explain it because it's there's honestly it's, been
1: a couple I've wanted to play, but I know better yeah, right <laughs> like right. the premise. like that premise looks really cool. the art looks mm-hmm. neat. I'm like no, no, no 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 no, no, do not, do not get sucked in. don't not doubt
0: yeah. the other thing that it does is it's it's very easy to restart a run, so if you mess up in the level, if you missed your jump, if you whatever, you literally space bar f and the run is reset yeah so is there
1: like so, i mean it has it they have in the same way that like level head and super meat boy like when you respawn you respawn is that is there like an intro thing
0: like a three no, second
1: no just boom you, you're there
0: right you you like so i press to. f and then i'm holding w so the minute it kicks yes. in i'm running forward yeah uh, because it's a speed run thing so i'm trying to get the you know maximized time i think that's whatever. good
1: that's the way it has if there's like three seconds of so the camera spins around your character and it's like start right. like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. yes that would be
0: horrible <laughs> it would be untenable in something like this where you might be missing by a fraction of a mm-hmm. second you know what i mean and so when you do the ability to to almost instantly restart Allows you to feel like you're still in it, but yeah, if yes. you had to watch even a few seconds, it'd be like it gets you. It yeah, and... yeah,
1: you've got to keep that ang- that that the anxiety that you've got yeah, to the use tension the, the tension of it, tension. Yeah, use the tension to keep going and like stay, yep. like you said, stay in it. Keep the adrenaline hook going. So, mm-hmm. um, so speaking of the adrenaline hook, um, something that has to keep you fully engaged and kind of on the seat of your pants uh how well is the sound design doing
0: to to keep you there okay so the actual sound effects are fine uh i don't i mean the guns sound fine it, it, like the thing is is that because they're all cards you don't actually see like a pistol in front of you or a submachine gun you just have the card on the ui oh, okay and you have a, a crosshair and then you're just ah. shooting okay
1: see I, I guess in my head i kind of had this like super hot kind of thing where like the guns were there but maybe kind of flat shaded mm-hmm. or something no nope. no so they're just cards in your hot bar and you've got a crosshair and it's all about the tech or a bullet leaving
0: yes cool. exactly Cool. okay um so the gun like the gun sounds are okay there's not a lot of like you're not sneaking you're not entering like a rainy environment so there's not a lot of opportunity i think to like Really, have the sound design as far as sound effects shine, however, uh, this is why I think I I think this game might be perfect for you if I remember correctly. How much you loved Mirror's Edge?
1: Right, I did love Mirror's Edge a lot.
0: Because now it doesn't look—it's not 3D photorealism attempt. Nah, but that's not—that's that, not why I liked Mirror's Edge. <laughs> but I think that the style—I th- honestly think honestly—think the styling of this. Yeah, you would like more than that anyway. Right. It's first-person parkour time. It's speedy. Uh, I think you would like that. It's got that satisfying like. It might take you a few tries, and then when you get it, it feels like right. you've mastered it. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's what a lot of the Steam reviews said. They were like, "Like 10 out of 10 makes me feel like a speedrunner. Oh, that's, you, that's
1: awesome. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Even though you're not, because that's the game is designed to yep. be played this way, so you're not actually speedrunning it. You're just playing it. <laughs> but it does make you feel like a sense of mastery over it. That's awesome. Anyway, the actual soundtrack is all done by one artist called machine girl and i think it's, i've heard of them it's electronic music and it is awesome yeah it is awesome and it's awesome how they do it because when you start a level and that level that mission set starts with whatever track right it doesn't when you f and spacebar to restart the level it doesn't restart the track
1: that's awesome yes that's how it is that's how it is to be done
0: yes and the soundtrack is super like honestly i haven't yet but i probably am going to maybe tonight i've never bought a game soundtrack before but i might just buy it because it's that good Mm -hmm. like it's really really awesome there
1: are a few games that have done that i don't want to mess up and call out games that have or haven't done that but that effect where the music continues going even when you reset your character or your run like that's the because like you said it's about staying in that state especially when you're hmm. like a half second off or when you miss a jump that you know is critical and you want to reset having that hard cut Or a second, a half second of silence as the track cues, or like the bleep if it starts too loud or too soft and it has to like sustain. Like, no, just leave the track going, right? And let me keep restarting as many times as I need to until I like feel it. And then,
0: yep. Um, but yeah, like one of the Steam reviews I read, and I think there's multiple like this, but at least one of them was, uh, that's really cool that you get a video game with Machine Girl's new album,
1: yeah, right? And it's like
0: that's an interesting way to look at it so i think they are what was the guy's name now i'm gonna mess up his name whoever it was that made the rocket league soundtrack Mm -hmm. like the very mike alt i Mm -hmm. think is the name Mm -hmm. now i could be mistaken apologies to the mike alt fans and him what mike alt themselves right um if that person was in incredibly popular prior to rocket league. And I was just living under a rock, but I feel like rocket league was kind of that person's like breakout maybe. Right. I I mean, in
1: some sense, like monster cat was there, but, and like monster cat wasn't unpopular before rocket league, but rocket league still helped monster cat a lot.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Like, like they
1: were, they existed beforehand and they had a, a, like a good YouTube channel with plenty of followers, but like, yeah, now, it's I, a shame I, that Liquicity didn't get it, but, you know. Whatever. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, see, if Liquicity mm. would have gotten Rocket League, I would have played uh, sooner.
0: Oh, that's yeah. how That's what that's would have happened there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Machine Girl album, uh, soundtrack, absolutely incredible. I, I would actually say probably, and I say this uh, to not degrade any other part of it, because I think it's an excellent game. I think the soundtrack might be the best part of the game. And it's a really well-designed, polished, fun, buttoned-up game. But that soundtrack is killer. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. It's the first time I thought of you instantly. Because I was like, wow, this is one of the first times in forever. I'm sure it's happened before. But where the soundtrack truly grabbed me. And I was just like, huh,
1: this is really cool. Like, the, the way you describe it part of me wants to go find the soundtrack and listen to it yeah but but then i'm like i don't want to not play the game because i already heard the soundtrack like yeah. that's almost how like i almost want to experience it first in yeah the as game. a whole package like, yeah like there's a lot of times where i've seen the music video to a song much later um and don't feel
0: like it fits like what was in my head kind of thing Do- i'm I I have to assume you watched it and maybe even before I did, but Sound and Fury on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like how that, like, you can listen to those tracks standalone, right? They're good, but and yeah, they are like. There's some of them that I really really enjoy, but watching it as the whole combined work of art yes. is better. Yeah, agree. And I think that this is probably true here as well, where it's like the game is fun, and if it didn't have this soundtrack and had something else the platforming is not any less fun because of that. Right. But the soundtrack enhances the whole experience. And yeah, to your point, I'm sure the soundtrack is awesome anytime, but experiencing it through this highly stylized, bizarre game world that frankly is as tired as I get of video game stories. Like this is one where I've actually been excited to go collect gifts to unlock new dialogue. Oh, wow. Right.
1: Not not hang on hang on hang on hang on we need to yeah. we need to emphasize how big of a deal that statement is
0: <laughs> like
1: you just kind of casually threw that out there yeah not so that you could unlock not even side quests because which
0: is part of it like yes it's, it's like but you didn't one... say so that you could unlock right. side quests. you said which i do so want you could to unlock story. too but you that's, that correct. You could get that's correct that's <laughs> correct yep in fact so it's like whenever you give gifts it shows you kind of a track of like the first gift will give you a new dialogue. The second quick gift will give you a new dialogue. The third one is a side quest. Right. And then it starts to kind of fade, so you can't see what it will be mm, forever. Yeah,
1: too far out, yeah. But
0: as you advance, it, it continues to scroll that list towards you, if you will. Um, and yeah, so there's like dialogue, side quest, dialogue, side quest. And then there's a thing called memory, Ooh. which is like colored yellow in text versus the white that you normally see. And... Uh, yeah. I was. I specifically went and hunted gifts for one character just to unlock the memory, which is purely story. Huh. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. um. So. And so, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That you yeah. had a similar enjoyment of the story of Hades. Is that correct? Yeah. So where yep. do you rank? Like like we discussed that before as well. That was a pretty gripping thing for you. Like how do you feel? Is there like a similar comparison even to be made or?
0: Yeah. I, um, I mean, that's another kind of godly. So the thing that's similar about both of them is that I think that they're both really, really highly polished games. And the story is I think that the writing is interesting and it's layered with what I find to be compelling gameplay. So I don't, even though I am doing the gameplay to unlock the story, I want to do the gameplay. Right. 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 Where the story is a motivator falls apart for me is like, this game's not fun to me right now anymore, subjectively, but I'm going to make myself do it just to see the story. And it's like, no okay i won't do that i do I... that <laughs> right. that's what i do <laughs> right
1: i want but to see it... the end of horizon zero dawn even though i'm tired
0: of killing dinosaurs like... right yeah right yeah um whereas yeah once i get bored of playing it i can't overcome that boredom to stay with the story
1: okay. i guess yeah that's fair
0: but but yeah no it's i've not been bored with it it's awesome um yeah it, it it's I, I love it because it's it's it does have these Japanese and like kind of anime influences, but it's not it doesn't feel like anything else I've ever seen. I think that's it. There's a lot of novelty in it. For that's me. Where, so that's where I was going
1: to ask that a lot of times when it comes to a game that you really get sucked into huge pieces are between either novelty or interesting choices. And on a game that sounds as kind of one way through a level as it is, or maybe two la- ways, the, yeah. the way that's obvious and the secret way it shows you later. like Which is
0: literally one diversion. R- right. It doesn't sound like <laughs> there's a lot of
1: freedom of choice in this game, which is nope. usually something that will grip you is having your choices matter. Like not right. just an open world, but in something where the choice that you can make is kind of life or death. it is it, is it that there is that freedom of choice but it's on such a micro scale of like trying to time your jumps properly if that's to be the way that i can try to explain that or is it more that this is just a type of game that
0: you've not played before um so lovely planet that i mentioned at the very beginning Mm -hmm. is this type of game also it's just super lo-fi graphics and it's a very cutesy pastel colored world it's a $3 game. Okay. Um but it's very similar where you're hopping through a level and trying to get to the end as fast as you can. So, I don't think it's in t- I think it's the novelty of that type of game with the rest of this package. Right. But I really think that it's I think that it's just I think it's probably the biggest pull is the 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 mastery feeling. Okay. The feeling of like I did that well like that felt right it felt because when you do a really good run when you get the platinum right you're cruising yeah. right like you're just going through it and it does give that i mean i don't think i'm a speedrunner now certainly but it gives that when you watch speed runs casually like i do it's that vibe of like wow i hit like every move off.
1: exactly where it needed to be
0: yeah there was a lot of efficiency mm-hmm. in the movements right and like uh, doesn't feel yeah. like anything's
1: wasted. Yeah, and I, I can see that. I can see where... Because I think while I didn't especially get into as much of the hard stuff because the tech just started surpassing me even before it was super popular and now is probably so far beyond me that I could never touch it. Level-head tech levels mm. um, where you just had... If you slipped up, you died. Like, kind of Super Meat Boy is the same way, right? Yeah. But, but a good techie level head level or a super meat boy level where you die instantly and you instantly respawn until you execute essentially perfectly like you can be more perfect and shave a half second off right but if you're not speed running just completing the level puts you within a second of world record you know right that still feels just as good as getting the world record
0: like so when you platinum a level then you can see the global leaderboards for right. that level and i think the highest i've been on anything is like twenty thousand or something right. so i'm yeah i'm de- there are definitely way more people who are far more proficient at the levels that i am or at least are able to shave off seconds and corners where i'm not but i haven't I- but
1: it still feels like yes you are like you're not that far off you may be 20,000 away from first, but that's not an hour from first.
0: Right. That's and it's from first. Like, it's satisfying in a way where I don't feel... Because where the time trial game breaks apart, I think, is when you hit a wall and you don't know how to make it faster. Yeah. And then it feels not fun because it's like, well, I guess you just have to practice this level for hours and that feels right. dumb. And, and so... To get the glo- to try and chase a global record, the game would turn into that. And yes. I personally am not into that. Obviously, a lot of other people are, and that's fine. I'm not trying to disparage it. Just simply, I wouldn't, I would then feel like it was tedious if I was really, really grinding every level down to the quarter of a second or something. But that's also a part of that is also because there are so many levels. I mean, there's like, I don't know, 100 levels or something in the game. Right. I was going to say, I mean, if there's
1: 10 levels for each day.
0: Right. Even
1: if each level takes a minute, then technically your theoretical gameplay is less than two hours.
0: Right. Right. Um, There's also some good humor in the game that's like kind of light. Again, some of it might come a lot across as a little like mm, annoying anime humor, for lack of a better way to explain that.
1: But some of that is also kind of endearing. It is like, for example, the tropes are there, but like you have, they have to be there, like.
0: So like the angel who assigns you missions, A has a receptionist and she <laughs> is kind and there and she's a cat, of course. And she wears cat-eye glasses mm-hmm. and talks like the like receptionist from Ghostbusters. Right. And her name's like Janine or something, yep. you know, and and she's like very flirty with you as the main character. Mm-hmm but is otherwise unassuming in that like, like neon purple and neon red are female demon and demon killers. They are very sexualized and right. I don't, I don't even mean to hate on it or, but whatever they're made to be, you know, sexy kind of characters. Right. The cat is not, but the cat will make suggestive, suggestive remarks to you. Well, you, whenever you can go in and see the cat receptionist boss, It turns out he's also a cat floating on a cloud who talks like a cab driver from like a 80s (laughs) New York movie or something. Right. So it's just very kind of silly, like as serious as the game can be. It also tries to be pretty lighthearted. Um, As you complete mission sets, you win like tickets to go unlock believer rewards from the believer fountain. And they all look like they're great, but then they all subvert it somehow, so that it kind of sucks for you, actually. And they're like, "Yeah, but you're a demon, so I would like. We we're, give why cool? would we
1: give you anything good?
0: Right, like, exactly. And you're like,
1: "What? We're literally like... fighting for one year in heaven,
0: right? Like, <laughs> it's not a you're redeemed. Look at yeah. you, like no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Huh. But yeah, I don't know. Any other questions at all? I mean, so I,
1: okay, one, is there any uh, is there ever any amount of like third person perspective for you? Like not in moment? the levels. Okay. It, and that's the second question is it does kind of sound like there's at least some meta play between the le- like are is your time between level and level just a menu screen? Or are you like running around a hub? Are you like like you said there's yeah. this fountain? Is this like a a location that you return to that you can run around in and interact with these different characters? Or are cause like it sounds like there's a high number of NPCs. Yeah. But if your levels are very time trial-y, you're not encountering an NPC in the middle of a level, it sounds
0: like. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like a like so heaven, I guess, is just like an like a top-down 2D map. And there's like six or seven locations and you can click on any one of them and that takes you to that location right but you're at you don't see your avatar represented you're not running around a 3d map of the world it's it's just you click a box and then very visual novel style so you want to go to see the guy who gives you missions you you click that and now all of a sudden the screen changes and shows a, a room it's a still image and then the receptionist care back okay okay right and then you
1: enter your dialogue scenario kind of thing
0: okay correct yeah, I mean, and there's like, like a good. few different places you can do that and then you go launch the missions from okay. the hub and can replay old missions of but course. you're not
1: running around some like town zone or
0: something mm-hmm. in nope. in
1: first person
0: like no nope. with- okay okay yeah, which I think I think that's the other thing, too, of as to why I appreciate it. That's not like a, it's not something you could put on the back of the box, if you will. But it's just, you know, the gameplay itself is all about efficiency. And I feel like they're efficient in a lot of their design choices like that one. Right. The truth is, is that running around a hub world would feel tedious to me not interactive or immersive right right because i don't care to run around this bland too i don't know uh um, no i i get I, it i appreciate that um did it. you
1: ever play again i probably not because i think this is a gamecube only release as well which was never properly sequeled which makes me mad uh project number three uh-uh it was a pseudo rhythm game that man again games that <laughs> this game is reminding me of a lot of things like it's unlocking a lot of old memories so maybe that's a, it's a sign. But yeah, another really interesting game that had pseudo rhythm game, pseudo third person shooter, but had a big combo system in it, a little bit of time trialiness to it, but also in the same way, like all of your stuff was handled via menus, and then it was just you jump into the levels and go. Um, uh. Project Number Three reminds me a lot, in a way, of Near Automata, except totally not. That's probably a really heinous reference for anybody that enjoys near automata <laughs> <laughs> but i played a lot of project number three i unlocked that's another game that i like hundred percent it so maybe this huh. is just a sign that i would want hundred percent um neon white so
0: yeah so i was looking i don't unless this guy went to work for so the the developer of neon white is angel matrix okay um, however, if you look at the Steam page for Neon White, it says complete your connection your collection by Neon White developer bundle. Okay. And the other game that it puts in that bundle is none other than Donut County. <laughs> <laughs> But if you look at Donut County, that says it was made by a guy named Ben Esposito. Okay, right,
1: right, right. <laughs>
0: which maybe Ben Esposito turned into Angel Matrix. I don't maybe, really know. Maybe, yeah. If nothing else, they share a publisher. I was going to say, like a Team 17. Interactive. Yeah. But that's the thing is there's Neon White Developer Bundle, but then there's the Onapurna Interactive Collection. Mm. So that's the publisher collection. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I hope it's the same. People I would do, That that. That would
1: be. See, then that that would that would make me want to do it all just alone because yeah, how much you right.
0: raged against. I, mean, I, do, I don't feel my like enjoyment. Appropriate of Donut County. <laughs> it's such a weird game. I Why is like it a game? Games. No, no, what? it doesn't make no? sense.
1: <laughs> I love how you're like, no, I'm not allowed to like a weird. Yeah, game.
0: you don't tell me that.
1: <laughs> not allowed sir
0: you All can't right, like fine. what
1: you like get out of here get you out You can like
0: it but you just have to concede that it's super weird it
1: is weird
0: not we that have... you like it well that's weird too but the game is weird which is what makes it weird that you would like it i
1: mean not not
0: really i think of
1: the two of us i like more strange things than you do
0: yeah <laughs> it's so it's true because you're taste in things that are strange things is far more eclectic than mine is <laughs> so you like things that like are also just not popular sometimes and right. i don't mean not popular like it sucks i just mean like no it's not no famous. And, and
1: it's not in an indie sort of like i liked it before it was cool no like, no it's
0: just i find weird things right exactly whereas i i might like like neon white i love I've also watched eight seasons of the show 24 starring Kiefer Sutherland, (laughs) which I would never recommend to anyone else. But it's weird that I like that.
1: Well, but but on the flip side, you will not like a game unless or until it has like an interesting score on PC Gamer. In the same sense that that's that (laughs) that neon white you are like. If you just saw this game on Steam, you would pass in your in your queue, like in your. You would just be like nah good but it as is... soon as PC gamer is like oh it was a pretty interesting game you're like oh maybe it's an interesting game <laughs>
0: so I will I will give I'll, I'll give a huge a huge shout out so PC gamer I used to buy the magazine back in the early 2000s right. uh, and then since you know really since then have always been a, a I don't read it daily or anything but I'll check out articles on it I they've changed writers over that 20 year sure. period of course yeah. many 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 times but there's just a way that they talk about games that aligns with how I think about them, where it's very, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it's not sensational and they don't chase stupid angles.
1: Right. Kotaku, yeah, it's for not example, sensationalized. Yeah.
0: I used to think Kotaku was awesome. And then Kotaku kind of went down this path where like, like there was an article a couple of months ago now when Elden Ring was the new hotness, where Elon Musk had tweeted out his Elden Ring build. Right. I don't follow Elon Musk. I don't care. Right. But Kotaku ran an article that was like, billionaire genius, not smart enough to make good Elden Ring build. And then was this whole thing like hating on his Elden Ring build. And if you read the comments of their own article, it's just like, I mean, this kind of makes sense as a build, actually. Like you would do this for this And so, I mean, and, and there's obviously, but it's just like, it's just a
1: clickbait kind. of Yeah. It's just like, if we make like, some outrage, we'll get the Musk fans to argue and that'll give us more clicks.
0: Like, yes. Whereas PC gamer, I just don't feel like chases that. So it's not that just because they like something, I then now will like it, but you're not wrong that I do. I do take their recommendations, uh, probably more um, seriously than just about any other
1: well it's yeah and i don't mean that in a disparaging way no like oh if you like pc gamers recommendation you're you're lame i only like edge lordy indie games weird you know and i'm like i thought because the thing is is just like and i think that's why we pair well is like i follow some youtubers that play like they get the alpha codes for the weird Kickstarter games and the small indie developers and they highlight hidden gems. But I would say nine times out of 10, I see what they publish and I'm like, not for me, like right. not it. Don't want to play that. Like, and right. then one out of 10, I'm like, maybe I'll pick it up. And then, yeah, I get 10 of those and I find one that I want. Like, I think that was the same way that I ended up in the steam world games. Right. Yeah. But That's not to say that I'm like, only want to play indie games. I like a lot of the top range stuff too. And I think that I just, dis- as much as I trust, you know, some of like PC gamer and, and some of the other mainstream medias, I wait for that kind of human perspective. So it's like, if it hooks you and has a good, yeah you know, right. rating, then maybe I'll look into it. Like,
0: yeah, I just, I feel like on the whole, they, they pretty much will only fully vouch for my track record with them is that if they're fully vouching, it's credible which is how I try and operate when I recommend something. Like if I think like, for example, 24, I watched all of it and not over years. I didn't start watching it until season seven of eight was out. And I marathoned it through the end. Right. Right. Like, but I know that it's not actually very good. So (laughs) I would not tell anyone that I met that they should watch it. Right. So it's like, if I'm going to vouch for something, I want to be very confident that like, no, I mean, obviously this is all subjective, but almost to some extent, like objectively, this is just good.
1: I also um, might vouch for things to you specifically that I wouldn't vouch to anyone else just to just to see what happens when you oh play
0: Oh, man.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to know what happens when you this play This
0: is how play. trust is eroded, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, so another game that's a shooter that I think is amazing and love the gameplay of and love the soundtrack of is Doom and Doom Eternal. Right, right? And in my in my tiny little stupid head, I'm like, anyone that plays Doom and Doom Eternal has to think that it's the best FPS single-player experience they've had, because it is. And I had <laughs> a good friend of ours download it. I talked about it and was like, it's on PC Pass, you should grab it, Steam sale, whatever it was. He picked it up and he was like, man, I mean, you know, it's Doom. And I almost i almost exploded like not in <laughs> anger just in shock and awe like what did you just say right it's just a little doomy what are you talking about Compa- compared to what the yeah, original right. dooms, you original Doom? dooms they can't play nothing like anything that. you can't it's, it is just the great and theater. unless it's doom eternal being compared to doom from 2016 get out of my face right anyway i digress <laughs> um neon white awesome <laughs> yeah, well, a good one. Right. <laughs> but no i would you know for for why it matters uh i'll throw out that it's just a really really well done package it's you know like the level designs are pretty but there's not a lot to them right so it's a 20 game and it's a good value at that but it's not an open world game it's linear right. the levels are short well and
1: like on that note how Because it is is fast and gives you the impression of being fast, because those are kind of different things. Yeah. How, one of the things Mirror's Edge took a lot of flack for was when you rolled and landed, the camera rolled. It was first person. So I say that to say how nausea-inducing is the actual speed of gameplay.
0: So maybe it's a little disingenuous to compare it to Mirror's Edge then, because I forgot about that. There's none of that. Okay.
1: So not, well, it's just fine. It's fine. It can still be speedrunny, Right. But like mirror's edge was a legit nausea inducing almost intentionally.
0: Yeah, no, there's no, um, there's not a lot of like, there's definitely no role or the anything like that. The parkour
1: is more video game and less realism.
0: Yes. The parkour okay. is, is really it's platformer. Right. Really? It's like 3d FPS platformer thing. Um, and they even they even do stuff where usually like... So there's one of the more recent levels I was playing through. I run over a cliff, stomp down on an enemy that's surrounded by explosive barrels. When I stomp and kill the enemy and blow the barrels up, the barrels launch me back up into the sky. But if I just don't move the camera and just keep facing the way that I'm naturally facing from this it throws me per- perfectly up in front of the door that I need to dash and bust through gotcha. next. Yeah. But I didn't like the first couple of times I played it. I launched up from the barrels and I'm like spinning my camera, trying to find where I need to go. Right. Cause it's not obvious. And then I was like, I guess I'll just see if it just takes me where I need to go. And it does. And that's pretty consistent through it. Right. So it's not, it's not asking you to like scramble around trying to barely. Well, Yeah. Make Cause it. there's,
1: there's not six different ways through the level
0: right yeah right exactly exactly that makes sense um but yeah it's just a really well buttoned up thing that delivers on what it's trying to gameplay wise i think the writing's really interesting <clears throat> and the music's crazy and i'm not alone all of the reviews on steam overwhelmingly positive awesome. which overwhelmingly means it's like 95% or something i don't remember right. the metric now but it's really high if it says overwhelmingly and not very so. hmm.
1: all right well yeah I uh, I've got a small stack of games that I need to get through, and they're unfortunately coming up right against the time where games that I want to play are going to be releasing and/or have released. I'm looking at you, Spider Man.
0: But <laughs> well, oh, 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 non, no, no, sorry, I just talked over wow. you. I'm sorry. No, that was so rude. I mean,
1: I, I, I. This sounds. I am intrigued. I am intrigued. So,
0: so. I recently started a new job in real life right. that's not podcasting Congratulations! and work with a fella who I had talked somehow a PS five had came up and I was like, yeah, I really wanted to get one, but I'm not paying $900 on eBay or whatever. Right. And you just can't find them. Uh, he actually was signed up through Sony to get email notifications directly from Sony when they're available Ooh. so that you can get in the queue to buy one. Right. So today he messages me and goes, hey, do you want to buy one at MSRP? And I was like, how? And he was like, I got an invite today at 1 p.m. I can join <laughs> the line to buy one. So if you want my invite, you can have it. And I was like, yeah. So in less than a week, I'll have a PS5 Horizon wow. Forbidden West Edition. <sighs> when you said Spider-Man.
1: Not when I said Horizon Zero Dawn, though.
0: No, <laughs> I was still in neon white mode. I was still in neon white mode. All right. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Yay. Yeah. Sounds
1: good. I'm. Uh. Do you have anything else that you would like to go over about neon white? Which, I. I. I Still. It's. It's funny that you said neon. All of these other colors because all of these colors can be neon, but white can't be. I don't know how white is more white. Right. Right. But I also kind of like, and I kind of hate that I like. It's. Did you ever actually watch Redline?
0: Oh, I didn't only watch Redline. I bought Redline on right. YouTube okay. to own it immediately. Following that, that's and what I watched thought. it. That's what I thought. maybe four or five times. It feels like
1: Redline in uh, in some weird way of just like yeah. extremeness and
0: color it's, it's, and it's, music. Redline is even more ridiculous, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> it sounds like Neon anyone... White's premise may have a little bit more like. It may follow itself a little better, where Redline just throws all of the tropes into a pot and stirs. I it, so but. I do
0: not mean this, and and you can edit this if you want. I don't mean <laughs> it as a political statement no. at all. Not getting into politics. It's shocking, though, that the villain in Redline came out before Donald Trump became president. Not because Donald Trump's a villain. Not right. trying to get into it. Right. Just because they look so similar <laughs> and it's like what, but it came out in like 2014 or right, something. So it's yeah. well before that was even before he had announced he was going to run or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, redline is redline is super ridiculous. Yes. Redline by, for anyone that's if anybody does by way know, of magic, still if, listening. If you, right. Yes. If you had any
1: interest ever in uh, F zero, or any of the dang it every time the playstation series of games that are like what is playstation f-zero game
0: not san francisco rush no um
1: oh man this is gonna kill me (laughs) not dirt red out is one of them but red out is based on an older game series Mm. oh well whatever Redout right. is like it. It's where I. It's the game. It's messed up because this is where I first learned about the Chemical Brothers. Is from this series on like the first uh, PlayStation. Um. Ah. Anyway. Okay. Well. Yes. It is. It is. It is. It is. Redline is car racing anime with way too much time in the art and music department.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. Uh, it, I mean, the story of it is really silly and over the top and whatever, but yeah, the animation Wipe out. of it. Nice. <laughs> nice. The animation. Oh, incredible. it is. It is.
1: Yeah, it's like 60 FPS and it is drawn at 60 FPS. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like...
0: Actually, anyone who, if you've ever seen the Animatrix, and if you remember the... The short where there's the runner, runner, who escapes the matrix by running too fast, Mm -hmm. and the agents come and then break his legs or whatever, paralyze him so he can't test the limits of the matrix anymore. It's the same animator that did that that does Redline, which is also the
1: same animator as the old school people listening that would know what Aeon Flux is.
0: Ah, nice. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, Aeon Flux is that's that was before animatrix was aeon flux and then so
0: i my memory of aeon flux is i used to watch beavis and butthead and when that (laughs) was over aeon flux was come on and i would go to bed because i was nine years old and it was bedtime uh so i don't know anything (laughs) about aeon flux other than eventually i think it was a b-grade charlie's theron movie maybe um
1: i think so yeah i think there was a live action version which i
0: know yeah no not not what this is made Mm -hmm. for
1: but Redline is amazing. Yes. Yes. Redline is amazing, and it sounds like Neon White is amazing. So,
0: correct. Go see him. Well, that's all for our episode today. If you like this episode, consider buying us a cup of coffee at our Ko-Fi page, which is ko-fi.com/slash P-U-I-S-P-O-D, or just tell a friend about us. It really does make a difference. All of our links and social accounts are available in the show notes. And if you'd like to hear more from me, my other show is The Walk Show, which talks about the walk of life through a variety of interviews and is available on all podcast apps.